Hello, everybody. I am Derek Jameson. I'm a QHHT, past life regression practitioner, an intuitive channel, and a spiritual life coach. And this is my portrait series where I feature amazing and incredible healers, mystics, trainers, people in the business doing magical things for other people. And today I have Travis Taylor, who is a psychic, an intuitive healer, a channeler, and so many things. And we actually met back in September uh, in a channeling group. And so now I see him like every single day. And now I just see him on Zoom every single Thursday. <laughs> and so we're here to talk about what he does, how he can help you. And it will probably expand your consciousness a little bit. So get excited. And I'm going to let Travis take it away and tell us what you do, tell us how you do it, whatever you want. And then we'll go on to some questions after that. Sure. Yeah. And thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity to share uh, you know, the work that we do sort of behind the scenes with folks, uh, you know, more consciously and directly in this way. And it's just, it's an honor and a privilege to, to work with you and share kind of, for me, it's sitting on the other side of the chair. For many of those of you who don't know me, I host a, host a podcast and I've hosted a radio show for about six years where I'm asking the questions. And in my day job, I was an, an attorney uh, doing interviews and investigations and so, um, you know, I've always had kind of a foot in both worlds for the past 12 years. And uh, what I like to say, what I do is I'm kind of like a mirror and a flashlight. I'm really like, I really am an investigator. And I really like to find out what the source of a health issue is or the source of a problem. So when I realized many years ago that I had capacities way beyond my comprehension to perceive things beyond the physical realm, what I could see with my physical eyes, it was quite uh, astounding to realize um, all the different things that I didn't know about spirituality, about past lives, about people who, you know, loved ones who had passed on from, from, from people that I was working with. But basically, uh, many years ago in 2007, you know, I was working full time for the, the city of Seattle. And um, I took this uh, class from this woman uh, called Energy Medicine. It was it was a series, and, and there was something about her that I would now say my intuition was kicking on to say, oh, I really am interested in her work, and she's really cool. Um, so I took another class from her, and I took this class called Reiki. It was a it was a Reiki healing class. It was a weekend workshop called Become a Reiki Master, and I thought that sounded great and very appealing to master anything in a couple of days. Uh, anyway, plus. It was a lot of, it was just like, ooh, I have to do it. It was one of those things, you know, as I would now call it, when your intuition is, is on, you just know, you don't have to know why, you just have to follow that. And so um, I took the class and during the class, the very first person that I quote worked on, um, I saw his pancreas in my mind's eye when I was standing at his shoulders. And not only could I see it in my mind's eye, I knew what it did and I knew that it was imbalanced, and I, and I was shown essentially how to uh, rebalance it or release stagnant energy from it so that his blood sugar could regulate more properly. Mm. Well, that sounded, it sounds crazy, right? Like, what? But um, what I realized is that over time since then, whenever I work with a client, my goal is always to be, be shown whatever is in their, their highest good to know what is in their greatest wellness, how can I be of the greatest service to help them in their journey? And I, I get 
information in a variety of ways, often clairvoyantly via a picture. I will often uh, channel in a way where I'm directly feeling what is uh, true for them in their life, or um, <clears throat> I often get past life information or a trauma that they're still living out energetically in some way. I've had spirit guides show up. I've had animal uh, totems or spirit messages come through. It's really, you know, I, I, I kind of, it's been hard. Like when you say, what do you do? Like, oh, am I a channel? Am I a medium? Am I a psychic? Well, it's like uh, I provide divine insight in whatever way in which it shows up. So it's kind of a long-winded answer to, to, to that question. But um, over the years, what I have figured out that I do is I just open up the pathway, which is getting out of my own mind so that I can see and perceive what's in the greatest wellness of the person that I'm working with. And you also do um, group meditations and classes and things like that, correct? Yeah, so I do, I do a weekly meditation that I've just channeled, a new one, um, <clears throat> on Saturdays at 7 p.m., which you can stream live or purchase you know, within 48 hours of the live stream uh, and participate in. It's basically um, for grounding fully into the body, and it's, it's a channeled meditation in that it's not necessarily one that I do the same each week. I set the intention of anyone who's participating or will participate, get wisdom for their greatest healing, and then it alters each week depending on what that is for the people that will participate. But yeah, and I also teach um, other online classes and workshops and, and, and things like that too. Um, just to plug it now, what's your website so that if people that are watching now wanted to see it, what is it? Yeah, if you go to divineinsight.com, you can see, you can go to my sessions page and look at the different modalities that I use. Uh, you can go to the show page and check out my Divine Insight show. There's also a YouTube link. Um, I do an Instagram live every week where I just provide an opportunity for folks to ask questions and provide information like that. And uh, yeah, and I'm developing a new, a couple of courses as well that I'll be releasing soon. I like that. That's exciting. That's good that we have this time to be able to really develop that and like have a clear path of how we want to put those things out right now. So that's, that's awesome. Now, just because I've had a few sessions with you um, and I give you permission, if there's anything that comes up and you can use it as an example for something, I give you permission to okay. share it with them because then it's also personal because I'm sitting here. <laughs> so yeah, you want to yeah. and so well, this is, I appreciate that. And the other, the other sort of modality that I didn't mention that I think is quite, uh, quite interesting is uh, after I took that Reiki class and this woman mentored me, she basically invited me to mentor under her for a couple of years after that. I had no idea she had a mentoring program. I had no idea she had a waiting list or whatever. Uh, she just knew that I would, go and I think her guides told her oh he's really going to be uh going to be good at this and which was really exciting for me and also uh I also felt kind of like wow who am I you know to to have this gift um and then why not me of course but um several years later uh several of the people that I mentored with and I would get together every quarter and work on each other and it, it, imagine if you haven't had Reiki the healing touch of one person's hands is quite pro profound, but I had 10 people that were working on me at the same time. And during that experience, um, I saw a phoenix fly into the room and I was like, part of me was like, what the heck? 
<laughs> was that there? But then I also intuitively knew, well, of course, it must be perfect for something. And then, um, and then the phoenix flew into my back. And I felt basically this energetic transformation come up from inside me. And this energy came up from my stomach and, and then through my throat. And I was like, oh, please tell me I'm not going to sing right now. Like, I'm not a singer. And what is this <laughs> coming out? And then it was, it was a tone. It was a frequency, uh, a healing frequency. So I essentially was attuned to perform this healing frequency, which I call the Phoenix Fire. Now, um, what I've later learned is that I actually used this back in Egypt about 1900 BC um, in a past life as a form of spiritual healing and teaching. But now it needs to come out because it's, it's, it's time for us to go back to the basic, back to the roots, back where when we were sort of created or enslaved um, as a humanity, now it's time to be free. And uh, I really believe most, a lot of my job now is to help people become who they were meant to, to be in their lives. And a lot of that means we have to reconcile our wholeness at the spiritual level. And I think that relates a lot to what your question was about, you know, giving, you, giving me permission to talk about our, our work together because you know you and I might be a little bit unique in that we've had work together in many lifetimes as brothers as as fellow compadres right to to heal the collective in this life it's about releasing those secrets that were locked within us now more than ever because it's most needed for humanity's greatest wellness and um, and so what I've recognized is this healing modality uh, which I call the Phoenix Fire because I didn't really know of any other way what to call it. Um, <clears throat> what it does is, let me let me just back up a little bit. We understand from science that we we have a consciousness, and that consciousness reacts or responds to trauma by way of my thoughts create a belief system around an event which resonates in my physical body. To the extent those events are painful or traumatic, our belief system will transcend that lifetime. So if I die in a life very traumatically, and I have a belief system about the reasons for that death that relate to my spirituality or my, or my healing work, then in a, in a current life or in a subsequent life, I might not have access to my full gifts because, for example, if I was, if I was beheaded for, or, or, or stoned to death or burned alive or buried alive or, or drowned, because I was gifted in some way, in a way that I had a relationship with spirit, then, then in this life, I might have an unconscious fear of being fully empowered. And so what I end up doing with a lot of people who, are, who tend to maybe second guess themselves or they think they know their intuition, but they don't necessarily trust the information or they're afraid of being fully empowered, what I end up doing a lot of times is I go back and help release that soul that is stuck and integrate it into their physical body and the collective consciousness now. And that tone or that frequency helps um, integrate it more quickly. And it also protects the energy field from attack. So it, you would say that what you are doing is still retrieval type of work through that modality? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, regardless of your belief systems about whether hell exists or not, it exists if we believe in it. And um, many times I've had to psychically go to that place uh, because of the type of death that, it, that the person had, um, they went there. Yeah. Or they went there or, 
you know, whatever. So it's like I have to go and help them integrate this soul part that's lost so that they can become more whole and more complete of themselves. Yeah. There's something that was coming forward while you were discussing that about um, the tension and that comes through my third eye, especially when doing channeling and getting into that receptive space. And I know I've commented it within our group on how intense it can be. And then when we were doing um, the session together um, in person, before all of this, you could sense that there was a lot of energy coming through the third eye as well. And for some reason, when you were talking, something was like something was pinging that it has to do with something that you were talking about within the past life and how it um, like a traumatic experience or something. And it's almost like it's coming through so strongly right now. And it's like trying to make up for lost time <laughs> because those of you who are listening, I'm telling you, when I go into this channeling state and meditate, it is so uncomfortable, but it doesn't, it's not painful. It's just like, I have to like tap the power coming through the third eye and redistribute it through my other chakras because it's so powerful. But my session with Travis, he doesn't know that before and he could sense that there was a lot of energy coming through my third eye, my third eye chakra. And, um, he was picking up on other things that he doesn't, he doesn't know about me that I do know about that I experience. So what he's talking about when it comes to all of that stuff is so like, it's like, even right now I'm hitting off certain things. Just it's like unlocking certain capabilities or thoughts within me just listening to you speak. That's awesome. Yeah. And just to explain it a little bit further, you know, I'm, I'm an empiricist and also I'm like, a, I have to see it to believe it sort of person. So the sort of metaphysical stuff didn't come to me until I was in my like mid thirties. <clears throat> so the way it actually works, you know, physically is the third eye is where metaphysical information comes into the body and it's interpreted and understood by the brain. So because the brain governs the five senses, the metaphysical information that we have the capacity to receive comes in in a myriad of ways that our brain is limited in understanding or perceiving or reconciling with. We were limited by the fact that we were taught language, for example, and linear thinking. You know, these things are only true to the extent that we have created them to be that way. But when we look at things in a more metaphorical way or more symbolic way, we can understand more about how the universe actually works. But how it works is because the information comes in literally through the back of your head, if you find your occipital ridge, it comes in there. We want that gateway to be open. We want to be as open as possible. The moment I have a thought, I am, now, I am now limiting the opportunity for metaphysical information to come in because I filled the space otherwise available for me to interpret the universe around me. So if I have a, 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 a trauma you know, related to that use, then my brain will be like, ooh, I can't, I have fear. I can't do it, I'll die. Even though it doesn't make sense now, people aren't getting burned at the stake, you know, buried alive, right? There's as often as we did 200 years ago. But the reality is we are some, many of us now are those people that were murdered for being heretics all across the world, millions yeah. of people. And so uh, we need to reconcile our beliefs around spirituality and God with what truly our capacity for divine insight is. And so that's really what is sort of fascinating, but also very exciting to me 
about working with people is even though I've seen hundreds of, of terrible ways in which people have died, I've also seen amazing ways in which uh, people are empowered to, to, to understand themselves better and to live free from inhibition and limited thought. So it's super fun. Now, how do you think, so I want you to briefly explain, because I know what channeling is, but because we do it, but briefly yeah. explain what channeling is. And then I want you to talk about how it helps the work that you do now and how that's changed what you do now and put it to a new, a, a new level. Yeah, so the classic understanding of channel is basically, you know, tuning into a frequency, right? Just like the television channel, every channel is slightly different. So uh, the, it's sort of a, you know, mystical term, but to channel is really to communicate with a being or entities outside of ourselves. The classic understanding is, is and what I've done for most of my career is what I would call telepathic conversational channeling, wherein I perceive through one of my senses a, a, a thought, an emotion, um, a picture, a feeling, sort of thing, and I just translate it, right? I say what, I am, what I'm hearing. What, I, what we're doing now is a different type of channeling where we're actually, instead of me interpreting it and communicating the information, I'm actually opening my consciousness and, and body essentially up to a being who will then share consciousness with me and share information directly versus me interpreting it and communicating it. So it's interesting because it's a, it's a different level of responsibility. One, in me, like taking, allowing my consciousness to step back and allowing this unseen, unseen entity or unseen friend to come through. And that scares the heck out of a lot of people because of our <laughs> around the occult. And oh my God, am I going to be poltergeist? And like we've seen <laughs> um, where people have done that. But as you, you know, when you create a rapport and regular way, that isn't going to happen. That it truly is by my desire to provide the most valuable and insightful information for you in your life right now and to get out of the way, my, my goal is that the most important information will come through in whatever way is easiest for me to understand that's for the greatest good in your life and for everyone in your life. And so what you can expect is to feel more grounded, but also lighter. You could expect to have greater you know, empathy and compassion for yourself, but also allow yourself to be vulnerable with the things that you're experiencing, which is truly how you empower your life. You could also expect that I will do some toning, which is gonna sound very unusual. Um, you all have capacities greater than you might correct with the universe. So what I would encourage everyone to do is to be clear and conscious in an intention to align to your degree of spiritual integrity, to open your mind and open your consciousness to the unique way in which the universe can communicate to you by asking that the universe communicate to you, you can easily understand every day. And then second part is whatever question you want answered is available. So you can say, all right, I really am having a difficult time with my finances. I need to see today that's in my greatest good, that's in a way that I can easily understand about what I can do to improve my financial situation or relationships or whatnot. But um, as the parting message is, you can always 
ask for help and it will be it will come to you in a way that is unique to you anytime you want that is the truth every single day whenever you want to i thank you so much for sharing all of that i felt like i just received a download because of you so thank you thank you to everybody watching and engaging